listening to the Adam and Kyle podcast, where we hope to ignite inspiration through seeking the extraordinary and the ordinary. We will bring you episodes where we will let you in on our decades-long journey as friends and have conversations with guests about their passions, learning through lived experiences, and what challenges and excites them. Also, listen for bonus episodes that revolve around our shared love for music as we take a deep dive into our favorite bands, albums, and what we're spinning. Thanks for hanging out with us. Enjoy the show. For those that don't know, every single every single year, I've done it since like 2012 now. Yeah. At least. I look forward um, to it. Yeah. So I think you're also maybe the only one, or you're the only one that really takes it seriously. <laughs> you're um, number one fan. Yeah, apparently. But I put out a, like, I'm always, I'm always trying to keep up with new music coming out, no matter who it is. And probably more specifically in the metal progressive rock kind of genres. But there's a few from time to time that squeak into my favorite albums of the year list. Yeah. Shout out Taylor Swift last year. Yeah, he did. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So every year I put together a list of like, and it changes every year. It started as like my top 10 albums every year, but then I just started listening to more and more and more music. Yeah. And it was, it was harder and harder and harder to narrow it down to 10. You did a hundred for a few years, didn't you? No, I've never done a hundred. Oh, I must've dreamed that. No, I've done 50. Yeah. But, um, yeah, anyway, so I wanted to have a little segment at the end of it. Cause <clears throat> as you've probably gathered from our history, like music's always been a big part of our lives still is a huge part of our lives. Um, and I, I keep up on the new stuff more so than Kyle. So I wanted to have a little segment where I would kind of count down. I was, I'd reveal like five releases that are upcoming that I'm really excited about going down from five to one. Cool. Um, and some of these are, these are all like albums that have been confirmed that aren't quite released yet. Okay. Um, and then I'll, I'll like reveal them to you. Then you can check out the singles that are released or if the album has been released by the time our next episode comes out, you can, we can talk kind of about the album. Yeah. One of the albums. So I'll reveal my, my five for this week soon. Um, but one of the albums that came out in the last or in the last couple of weeks that I was really excited for was the new Architects album. Um, for those that wish to exist, I wish to called. exist. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> and so I was really looking forward to this album cause it was their second album since their guitar player died, their founding guitar player died. And it was kind of interesting cause the album that came out right after that, the Holy hell album was like, super aggressively charged and the lyrics were like very emotional because they were kind of about their guitar player dying but i know that he contributed to the guitar in that album so it sounded very architecty mm. <laughs> um but this new album so their first without their founding guitar player and first without their 
or first writing without their founding guitar player. And I remember the first single coming out and I was like, they're singing (laughs) and not screaming. Um, but I remember really liking it. And then I remember what was the first single that came out? I believe it was animals. Okay. Which kind of sounded like a good three days grace song (laughs) to be honest. Yeah, it did. Um, and so I remember just being like, I, I just love them in general. So I remember being pumped about their new album. But they did a they did a live stream like most bands are doing right now. Because that's the only way you can see a band live. So I've been eating those up. And I remember watching their live stream. And they debuted like four songs from their new album. And after seeing them being played live, I was like, this is... It's like really good. I was like, this is going to be awesome. So it's funny because I have a different, we have briefly talked about this before we recorded this about my thoughts on the new album Mm -hmm. and my, my thoughts have changed a little bit, not drastically. Okay. Okay. But a little bit. I I took a good listen to the album and actually made some like good educated opinions Mm. also. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Uh, I don't mind going first. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So when I when I actually first heard this album, I was a little disappointed uh, was my first reaction, which uh, I think that I, I wasn't ready to accept that Architects was singing and not screaming. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, Adam encouraged me to listen to it again. <laughs> and so I, I've been listening to it a bunch this week, actually, and, and actually the whole thing has grown on me a lot. And I'd say kind of, in general, it's uh, a really coherent album. Like the flow of the album is really amazing, and, and then the whole, uh, the just how every song fits together is really amazing. Except for mm-hmm. one part that I want to point out, I don't like the intro track, the transition into Black Lungs. I think that they could have either changed Black Lungs how it started, or chosen a different song to go after uh, the mm-hmm. intro kind of orchestral track. Yeah. But besides that, I think that the whole album flows amazing. Um, I think that the engineering on the album is 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 really tight, uh, and especially in Dead Butterflies, uh, that song, the way oh, that man. it is engineered and the way it kind of ebbs and flows, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and the way that the that the soundscape kind of expands is is incredible. Um, I think that the architects did a really good job using pads and orchestral and like uh, samples, electronic samples on the album. Yeah. And some of the songs are just bangers. Like, I didn't realize yeah. the first time I listened to them, like, I, I was having trouble, I think, with my my first initial feeling to kind of get into it. But, like, songs like An Ordinary Extraction and Goliath and Discourse Extinction. is Dead. Like, they are, yeah, Extinction. Uh, I can't read my own writing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're bangers, man. Like, they just drive... Uh, and the yeah, they sound, or, they sound. Um, I don't know what the word like loud. Like they, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I know what you're saying. The production is is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Dead butterflies uh, might be my favorite song on the album. Yeah, it's so good, and they do like crazy timing things, but then they like in the verses. And then they resolve it in every single chorus, and I love that. Like, I just mm-hmm. love how, like, you're kind of, like, 
tension, 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 tension. And then you get into the chorus and it's like sweet relief. Mm-hmm. But it's also like in the tension spots. Um, I was listening to the engineering and like it kind of is really like nice and tight. But in the chorus, like the whole thing expands out and you can feel like it's almost like spreading wings. Like it's it's pretty yeah. crazy. Like breaking, like a caterpillar breaking out of its cocoon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, can you imagine being a caterpillar in your cocoon and you're trying to break out and, like, it's just, like, everything's uncomfortable and you're trying to pick your way out and then all of a sudden it opens up and you get the whole world in front of you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Except that doesn't really lend its name to, like, dead butterflies, but that's okay. <laughs> right. So that that's what I got uh, after taking, like, a good solid listen to it. Yeah, I've listened to it quite a few times now. Um... And the only the only thing after listening to it a bunch of times that I found is that I agree I agree that it that it flows well like it's they definitely break up the really heavy songs with some nice kind of filler songs yeah but after listening to it like beginning to end a lot I think one of my only negative things to say about it is that it, it feels long. It is long. Like it, it's an, like it tracks in at just a, like fifty eight minutes, so it's just under an hour. Yeah, and it feels like they could have cut. It, like it might be better as like a forty five minute album. That's actually a really good is point. The, yeah, it's the only thing I would say, because there's definitely a couple tracks on there that I was like, I could do without these. <laughs> <laughs> um. But those ones you mentioned, like, yeah, Black Lungs, Discourse is Dead, Dead Butterflies, Ordinary Extinction, Impermanence is one of my oh, favorites. That's a really good one, yeah. It almost the, made the my The first notes. half of the album is definitely my favorite half. Hmm. Um, that's interesting. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's an interesting kind of, it's like a change of direction, but not too much of a change. It's like they they sound enough like architects that are, where if you played one of their songs you'd be like oh yeah this is architects mm-hmm. but there's significantly less screaming which i'm fine with yep but <clears throat> yeah overall it's i really enjoyed it and it'll certainly probably be in my list at the end of the year cool so we'll probably be talking about that again in December. Nice. You know, uh, just as a, a side note, one of the things I noticed on the album too is the the tempos are slower than I'd expect, mm-hmm. which was I thought was interesting over the whole album, which I think might contribute to why it feels long too. Yeah. Well, I remember seeing an interview with Sam, the lead singer. Okay. And they purposely like there's a few songs on there like um i think you mentioned like goliath meteor animals and dead butterflies where they he was saying like we are purposely trying to make like an arena rock song okay where it's like so that makes sense this is what this is this is what we're going for okay well that 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 makes a lot of sense that's pretty similar to like when uh uh, avenge sevenfold did that like throwback album right and everyone hated it yeah hail to the king everyone hated it until they're like oh yeah we intentionally were trying to emulate some of our heroes and it's like oh this album's actually not too bad then yeah i really like that album you really liked it still 
I still like really yeah. like it. No, me too. I, I do. But I remember when it first came out, like people were really shitting on it. Uh, yeah. Again, just a, a big stylistic change for them. Yeah, exactly. Which uh, their most recent one is an even bigger stylistic change. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I we can have this conversation another day <laughs> yeah that that to me is is one of their better albums they've done i agree no it's a fucking journey yeah. that album it's, uh one it's other arguably things their best with architects post rev album oh yeah for sure no i i agree yep sorry what were you saying uh just to kind of swing back <clears throat> around to this architects album um you mentioned that the first half was your favorite for sure and i definitely yeah. agree with you except for the very last three songs. I'm not including Dying is Absolutely Safe because I think that's just a bonus track for the most part. It's kind of like a closer. Yeah. yeah. But Goliath, Demigod, and Meteor, I think those three as an ending tracks are incredible. Like, it's a great way to end the album. Mm -hmm. So on that note, like, if we were to kind of go with that, like, basically, <laughs> if we were to shorten the album, like, you could say stop at Impermanence and then start again at Goliath and <laughs> it'd be good. <laughs> Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah, that would take out like four songs and then boom, you'd be at 40, 45 minutes. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But anyways, we're okay. not architects. We like what they did and uh, uh, we were just discussing it uh, candidly. <clears throat> Either way, if you are a fan of them, I still think you'll like it. It'll just be. Totally. It's a little different, but there's definitely some songs in there where it's like, oh yeah, this is architects. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um. Okay, so that'll lead into my top five. There'll probably what's this be some. What's this segment called, Adam? You never mentioned that earlier. Oh, I never mentioned that. Um, so this segment's called Here's What's Spinning. <laughs> or Here's cool. What Adam is Spinning. Because um, I'm an avid vinyl collector. So I always try and... <clears throat> that's my way of supporting the bands these days. Instead of buying their album on iTunes or... I still stream, but if I really like an album, um, you buy the vinyl, then I'll buy the vinyl. And I'm also a sucker for the pre-orders. So if, <laughs> if a band's like, Hey, we're going to be really, this is our new album, but this pre-release only is 200 copies on this crazy colored vinyl. Um, I'll get it every time. <laughs> So no, that's cool. That's a good way to support a, the artist because <clears throat> streaming is not a way to support the artists. And right. with the pandemic and not having concerts happening right now, basically like merch is the way to support artists. Yeah. So I have my white vinyl copy of for those that wish to exist coming in the mail. White. That's, that's an interesting see. color. Yeah. So the way I've uh, envisioned doing this is... I'm going to go down from five to one of albums by bands that have either or that basically have have either released a new single or have actually released album details and like a single to go along with it. So that are upcoming cool in the next however long. And then um some of these I've heard the singles already. Some of them I haven't actually, but we'll talk about them a little bit. And if you've heard them, you can chime in on what you think. Cool. And if you haven't heard them, 
um, my intention is to get Kyle to listen to them. Yeah. And then he'll report back to me at the end of the, at the next, when we record the next episode. That's right. And I'll kind of go on from there. Um, and part of the reason why I wanted to do this is just because one is, like I said, I'm always trying to stay up to date on all the stuff that's coming out. So it's kind of a little passion or hobby of mine. Um, and it all contributes to my end of the year lists. And I thought this year would also be a good year to do it because of the pandemic. There's already so many albums due to come out or that are rumored to come out this year because bands have had the time to mm-hmm. get together in quarantine. And some like giants are coming out with are <clears throat> supposed to be coming out with new albums. Totally. This year. It's like Dream Theater, Metallica, Iron Maiden, Between the Buried and Me oh all God. have rumored to have albums coming out this year. It's gonna be so, a hard this might be a top fifty lit year for you. Oh God, it might be <laughs> it might be my top two thousand and twenty one albums. <laughs> Can you imagine? Um so I'm gonna start with number number five. Um and this just made its way in because I I just found out hours before we were recording this that this album is coming out. Hot off the press. Hot off the press. Um, and that's a Treyu. Oh. They have a new album coming out called Baptize, due out June 4th. Um, and they have three singles out for it already. I was going to say, I think I've actually heard one of them. And I thought it yeah, was a Treyu. So, so the, one, the one they've already released is called Save Us. It was released as a single last year. It's mostly singing, right? Yeah, well, what's interesting about this is their um, their singer, I guess, or screamer, Alex, left the band. Oh, okay. And so their drummer now, Brandon Saller, very underrated in my opinion, totally. is doing all the vocals now. Gotcha. So they released Save Us as kind of like their first introduction to the Atreyu fans of like, hey, this is how we sound without Alex now. Um, I think that's the one I heard because I, I recognized Brandon's voice, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, was surprised when there was no singing. Yeah. Or so, screaming rather. Um, there's three singles they released on this album. I've only heard Save Us so far, but they have released one called Underrated. And another one called Warrior featuring um, previously mentioned drummer Travis Barker on drums, I think. So, like, dueling drums or just Travis Barker playing drums and Brendan singing? Well, I haven't heard the song, so I assume it's just Travis playing drums and maybe Brendan's just singing. We're going to have to do some listening over the next month. Well, that's that's the point of this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Um, so anyway, that's my number five that I'm looking forward to because I, I think a bit of that's recency bias right now, but like I said, literally hours before I re-recorded this, I got the email because I'm apparently a part of their fan club, which I don't remember, but I got the email and I was like, Hey, our new album's out June 4th. So here's their, it's called Baptize. Adam 
Tim and Kyle podcast is sponsored by Phoenix Song Productions. Phoenix Song Productions is an AV system provider and integrator specializing in live sound production and recording. Phoenix Song Productions also offers technical consultations, permanent installations, and rentals. Phoenix Song's newest offerings include live streaming consultations, on-site audio and video recording, as well as technical and creative education. Check our website at www.phoenixsongproductions.com for the next education or entertainment event. Follow us on social media. Check the show notes below for links to our website and all of our social pages. You want to move on? Number four? Yeah, let's hear it. Number four is Royal Blood. Nice. With their album Typhoons, which is due out April 30th. Spoiler alert, the next album is also due out April 30th. Um, so this one, <laughs> this one again, they've released two singles. One of them was released a while ago called Trouble's Coming. And their new one they announced with their new album of a couple weeks ago, Typhoons. Um, I don't know if you've heard any of the singles yet, but it's a, it's a, it's a little, again, a little bit of a change of direction. Basically the, the bass player said that they wanted to sound like a hard rock disco. Okay. (laughs) And that's kind of the vibe you get. All right. Well, that's cool. I actually haven't heard any of their news, their, their singles yet, but uh, that definitely sounds intriguing. Uh, Yeah. Definitely check them out. Yeah, I've always liked their vibe. They've got kind of that hard rock party vibe, but not not uh-huh. disco before, so that's interesting. Yeah, they're one of the ones, like, in the last few years um, that have been one of my favorites that have come out, like, new newer bands in the last few years. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think we discussed f- them and listened to them last time I was out in BC when you were there. Yeah. Yeah. I also have a funny story about Royal Blood that I'm going to tell really quick. Okay. Um. Uh, Spencer and I and my brother, we were going to see Foo Fighters in Calgary. Yeah. And Royal Blood was opening for the Foo Fighters. And actually, you can I can thank Dave Grohl for introducing me to Royal Blood because when their first album came out, he was on a he was on some sort of interview that I was listening to, and the interviewer asked him, "What's one of your favorite bands right now?" And he said Royal Blood, who's just this band that just came out of the UK. Cool. And sure enough, he invited them on tour right after that. Yeah. So that was the reason why I checked them out, because I was like, Royal Blood, that sounds kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, so they were opening up for the Foo Fighters, and we were in like the 200 section in the Saddledome. Yeah. And so yeah, Royal Blood goes on. I, I also bought one of their shirts. So I have a Royal Blood t-shirt on. And Royal Blood gets on stage, and Spencer and I are in the stands, standing up, yeah, and like jamming around, listening to the listening to the band. And then one of the ushers, like a few songs in, comes over to us, and he's like, uh, "Excuse me, can you guys sit down?" And I was like, "What? What? what? Are you in deep like, purple?" Yeah. <laughs> there was there was people, the people behind you, which I don't know if actually anyone complained. He was like, yeah, the people behind you were just kind of complaining and were asking if you could sit down. And I was like, I'm, I'm at a concert. 
<laughs> and I've got a t-shirt on of the band that's playing right now. Yeah. Clearly I'm here also for them as well as the foo, obviously. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I'm not going to sit down. <laughs> and he was just like, well, we really need you to sit down because there are people complaining. I was like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to sit down at a concert. No, that's, that's a like, people here, behind me problem. <laughs> I'm here to see these bands. We paid a, It's the Foo Fighters. So we paid a pretty penny to be here. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to sit down. And so then, um, so Spencer and I stood up for the rest of the <laughs> rest of their set. When they get off in between sets, we leave the seats and I, and as we walk by the, Usher, this is probably what did it in, to be honest. Yeah. So okay, uh, part of it's on me. But as we walked by the usher, I was like, I don't understand why you're telling me to sit down at a concert. And I was like, you shouldn't tell anyone to sit down at a concert. And I was like, I'm not going to just, yeah, not enjoy the band I'm going to see. Of course, yeah. That's what I said to him. So we get back to our seats. Foo Fighters come on, and they're like three songs into their set, and these two security guards come up to Spencer and I, and they're like, yeah, we're going to have to, you're going to have to leave. <laughs> no, and I was didn't. like, and I was like, what? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, you're going to have to, you have to leave. And I was like, why? And apparently the, the usher guy said to the security guards that I threatened him. What? And Spencer was there. He can collaborate this story. Yeah. And he, he was like, yeah, the, the, the usher said that you threatened him. And like swore at him and like, like thought I was going to like beat him up. And I was like, that is not at all true. No. And I'm sure he was obviously just annoyed that I didn't sit down, which I get. But so anyway, the security guards take us out into the concourse. And of course we're pleading. I'm just like, we're not going to leave. I was like, we'll just be good yeah we'll sit down <laughs> even though yeah um but they were like having none of it so i was like okay well our t-shirts are sitting on our seats can we at least go get our t-shirts and they escorted us out of the saddle dome and i missed the rest of the show spencer and i what that so yeah the long story short is that my brother ended up he has connections yeah within the city and with people at the saddle dome and we ended up getting our ticket refunded because he um, was talking to like the higher ups in the saddle dome and like the people that deal with the ushers. Oh, nice. Yeah. And basically chalked it up to a misunderstanding, but I still missed basically the entire Foo Fighters set. Yeah. But I... we ended up getting a refund for the tickets. So. Was it worth it, Adam? Like... Was threatening the usher? Was it worth it? No, it wasn't worth it. I was like, if I would have just kept my mouth shut when I walked by him, then none of this would have happened. But, but of honestly, course I had to just be like, yeah, but there's like the principle of it too. Like you're at a concert, yeah. you expect people to stand up. And if you can't see the concert, then you stand up also. And then the people behind them stand up. And that's just how concerts yeah. go. Yeah. And, and for an usher to ask you to leave, that goes against my principles. <laughs> yeah. So for that's concerts, my, yeah, that's my random little story about Royal Blood. So. Number three, and it's funny because this is almost this could easily be number one. Um, and I th I'm going to preface this by saying I think that of of all the bands that are out right now, 
uh, in the metal genre. I think this is the the best band on the planet right now. Do you have a okay. guess? I I think I do actually. What is it? Is it Rivers of Nil? No. Oh, okay. Because I heard that I thought I thought I heard they're coming out with an album this year too. Oh my god! What? Hold on, I have to look at that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, if they are, that would be amazing. Uh, so then in that case, there are too many options for me to guess. Cause I, that's like, actually, that's just who I thought you were talking about. Um, no, but good guess. Okay. Um, kind of, kind of in the same vein ish. Okay. But my number three is Gojira. Okay. Oh, I should have guessed that. <laughs> Fortitude coming out April 30th. Um, if you've never, not just you, Kyle, anyone out there that enjoys, music or good live show do yourself a favor when you can and when the pandemic's over and go see Gojira live they're Noted. incredible um, probably the most energy of any band I've ever seen oh really I've never seen yeah. them live that's but they've never grabbed me like from their recording so that's part of the reason but I mean hmm. you keep you keep mentioning them to me and yeah. you keep sending me songs that I like. So I think they've just yeah. come a long way since the last time I listened to them. Yeah. Well, what's funny is I've seen them live three times, but have never seen them headline. Okay. They've always been opening. I saw them open for Trivium one year. I saw them open for Slayer one year. And then most recently on Metallica's Hardwired Tour. Okay. In BC, they opened for Metallica. Nice. Which was also just one of my, one of the best concerts I've ever seen. The best I've ever seen Metallica play, for sure. I feel like when you're at BC, there is some good opportunity to see some concerts that didn't come through Alberta. Totally. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's a whole time there where I kept considering to come out to see you just to see concerts. And yeah. you, I mean, totally. <laughs> yeah, this one was Gojira, Avenged Sevenfold, and Metallica. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> um... But anyway, this new this new album, Fortitude, April 30th, um, they released one single, Another World, for this quite a while ago again. And when it first came out, everyone, well, everyone that I kind of saw on the, on the blogs and stuff was just like, this sounds weird. And it was like very un-Gojira-y. Mm-hmm. Um, like pretty subtle, laid back for them. Um, so everyone was kind of just like, what's, what is like, is this going to be part of the album? Is this a one-off single? Cause it was kind of about like the pandemic and like what's going on in the world right now. Right. But then they announced the new album and this, another world is a, is a song off that album, but the new single, um, why can't I think of the name of it now? Is that the one you sent us? Yeah. Born to be wild. No. <laughs> That'd be a cover. Um, that would be a cover. Uh, born um, for one thing. Thank you. You're born welcome. for one thing. Um, that new album is, or that new song is incredible. And I know I showed it to you. You did. I think I sent you the music video. Yeah. That's and actually what kind of inspired me to say that I think I need to give Gojira another try. Yeah. They, man, it's just like they're on another planet in my opinion yeah um 
they just for for the four piece like they just sound so heavy <laughs> um so anyway but that could easily be my number one but i'm gonna go into my number one is one that uh, you skipped number two waiting for for a long time why you said number three was gojira and then yeah what's number two? Oh, number two you're getting too excited um, for number one yeah I'm very pumped about that. <laughs> but number two that just barely edged out Gojira, and I think it's because of the the direction of sound that they're taking, um, is Era. Their self-titled album. How do you spell that? E-R-R-A. Oh, they made one of your best of lists a few years back. Pardon? They made one of your best of lists a few years back. Yeah. Um... And this is a, a self-titled album. It's due out on next week, March 19th. Um, Two weeks. Two weeks from so today. Yeah, the, yeah. So this is now their third, they, I think third album with their new singer, JT Cavey, who came from Texas in July, if you don't, yeah. if you know who they are. Yeah, I saw them open for someone. Yeah, we we were at that show. We came as Romans, yeah. Texas in July, and was it Silverstein? I don't remember. It was one or of the protests, uh, the hero. Uh, I don't think it was protest. Oh, was it? It might have been protest. It was at the. It was at the. Um, oh my god, what's that little venue called in the in the university in, in Sate? Yeah, Sate. Uh, I didn't Gateway. see protest. The only time I saw protest, there was when a fiance opened for them. So I don't think that was. Uh, Texas. That was a good show. Yeah. That was a Fiance and Architects. Yeah, that's right. It was that was an incredible yeah. show. <laughs> yeah. Um. So anyway, this is their third album now with their new singer, and it's kind of one of those. It's one of those things in music where like your your first album's kind of like your first album, <laughs> and then your <laughs> your second and third album was when like bands kind of start to find their rhythm and their groove and their totally their identity. Yeah, yeah. Um. And there's there's four singles out now for this album, and they're all so good. They could all easily be like the best songs of the year. Wow. Um. I just I don't even know how to describe it, but they like they have really refined their sound and kind of just like they can be like really technical and really all over the place sometimes yeah this one sounds like they've really kind of honed it in and they're like um like august burns ready like cool. the songwriting's really good yeah um uh again production is just like spot on all right nice sounds incredible so that one i'm super super pumped for so that's two weeks from today um have you heard any of those any of the new songs from that album no i'm gonna listen to them though well yeah you have to if they're it's all the best the song of the year i mean that's just a bold statement i said they could be <laughs> um my number one yeah this should also come to no surprise to you or to anyone that knows me and my love for dream theater but my number one most anticipated is Liquid Tension Experiment. Oh, okay. Nice. With with 
with LTE 3. And that gets released March 26th. Um, so for those that don't know, Liquid Tension Experiment was a band started by three of the members of Dream Theater at the time. John Petrucci. Oh, no. Technically, I guess, two of them at the time. Anyway, it was John Petrucci, Mike Portnoy, Jordan Rudess on keyboards, Tony Levin on bass. But at the time when the first album came out, Jordan Rudess wasn't actually in the band yet. Oh, that's cool. Fun fact. That's how, yeah, that is a fun fact. That's how Jordan Rudess joined Dream Theater. Apparently, Mike Portnoy had his eye and ear on him to replace their previous keyboard player. But they didn't, I guess for some reason, they weren't hiring anyone at the time. And then they decided to do this side project, instrumental side project. Cool. And then after they recorded with Jordan, then they invited him into the band. Nice. The rest is history. Um, but this is their first album in 23 years. This one coming up is the first one in 23 years? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, the first album was 1990, uh, 1998, and the second one was 1999, so 22 years. Oh my god. Um, Talk about a hiatus. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, part of it was because like, Dream Theater was becoming Dream Theater, totally. so they were busy with that. And then, of course, <clears throat> Portnoy left Dream Theater. He's been doing his thing for 10 years, and... Just like John Petrucci's solo album that came out this past year. Yeah. In twenty twenty. The only reason so is, why this happened is was because of the pandemic. Yeah, fair enough. Is Portnoy's what? Is Portnoy still the drummer for Liquid Tension Experiment? Yeah. Nice. So <clears throat> yeah, the only reason why this happened is because with the pandemic they had all this like had all this free time. So John Petrucci made his solo album which Mike Portnoy also drummed on. And then when the pandemic kept happening, <laughs> they were like, well, we may as well put some studio time together. And Dream Theater was already, they're still in the studio, but they were already in their studio making the new album. And so all they had to do was apparently Mike Portnoy flew to New York, quarantined for two weeks and then joined them in the studio. And then they wrote this. Wow, really cool. So that's the only reason why it's happening, I think. Um, so yeah, all instrumental. Uh, the first two singles are exactly what you'd expect from <laughs> people of this caliber. Yeah. Um, Gods of music. Yeah. But I mean, obviously due to the fact of, the, of my dream theater fandom and the fact that it's been uh, 22 years since their last album, it's just has to be my most anticipated release All right. so there are my there are my five that's perfect um, that gives uh well based on us doing this podcast every month that's uh two mm -hmm. that we'll be able to discuss next month yeah yeah and the only ones on my list that are i think are a honorable mention would be like there's some that have already come out, but I'll discuss those later. But actually one that, or two that are not out yet, but 
that I'm looking forward to that I'll honorable mention that are not metal at all, kind of in the more rock and roll. Greta Van Fleet yep. has a new album coming out, Battle at Gardens Gate, um, Led Zeppelin, which I'm really pumped about. Yeah. My wife and I love them. Nice. And then another one that'll kind of shock you because I haven't listened to this band for a long time because they kind of just went sort of poppy-ish, mainstreamy-ish. Yeah. But then their latest single off this new album that's coming out next month kind of went back to their roots, country-ish rock and roll roots. <laughs> okay. Kings of Leon. Okay. Their new single is really good. I haven't heard uh, that name in a long time either. Yeah. So I kind of just I kind of just didn't listen to them for a long time because I didn't like what they were coming out with. Yeah, no, fair enough. But <clears throat> that's one to keep your eye on too, because or your ear. Cool. So that's that does it for. Here's what's spinning. Right here's on. what I'm spinning. Well, I think that that uh, wraps up this episode, this first episode mm-hmm. of the podcast. So. Uh, Feel free to reach out to us and, and give us any questions or comments, and uh, we'll, we'd love to hear from you, and we'll, we'll talk to you, talk at you next time. All Anything right. else to Thanks, say, guys. Adam? Yeah. Uh, no, that's everything. Right on. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Hello, everyone. It's Kyle here. Thanks again for listening to today's podcast. We hope you enjoyed yourself. Please take a second to follow us on all of our social media. Links to our pages and any other material we talked about today are in the show notes below. Check back in next month for some additional conversation, laughs, and new music. And we wanted to give a big thank you to Adam's sister, Amanda Rishog, for designing our podcast cover image. She's a beautifully talented artist that has a tattoo shop here in Calgary called Living Prayer Tattoo. She specializes in fine line work, sacred geometry, and botanicals. Follow her online handle at Living Prayer Tattoo on Facebook and on Instagram, where you can find all of her work and booking information. And lastly, thanks again to Phoenix Song Productions for the continued technical and financial support, which helped make this podcast possible. We'll see you next time.